Together, growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I'd like us to reflect on the book of Genesis, chapter 11, verses 1 to 9. Now, the whole earth had one language and few words. And as men migrated from the east, they found a plain in the land of Shina and settled there. And they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick of stone and bitumen for mortar. Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top into heaven. And let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they have all one language, and this is only the beginning of what they will do. And nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and there confuse their language that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth and they left of building the city. Therefore, its name was called Babel, because the Lord confused the language of all the earth. And from there, the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth. Interesting story. Beautiful story. There are few things here that I like. And obviously, I'm looking at this from the spiritual point of view. I'm not making an exegetical work or clarity of this text. I'm looking at two things. The first thing, when they were all united, they were able to build. When they were all speaking the same language. And when I use the word language, I'm not really speaking about Language in a sense of semantics, in a sense of this kind of language, either being English, Greek, Hebrew, Sutu, whatever. I'm not talking about that. But they were of the same mind. One accord. They were one. And that for me is deep. They were united. And they could achieve a lot. There's a beautiful story, beautiful and sad at the same time. It's a story that is told about a family. It's a father who has about seven children. And all these children are always at each other. They always fight. And it worries him that should he die and things are like this, there's no hope. They'll kill each other one day. So one day he calls them all into his house and he says, I need to see you. And he says, please come through. And they all come and gather and they sit around 
and he has small twigs of wood. And he gives each one, and they all get one each. He says to them, break it. And each one just breaks it. I mean, it's nothing, you know, it's something small. And he keeps quiet, and he, and he gathers, and he takes it back. And he put them all together. And he ties it up with a band. And he gives it to, 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 to the first one. He says, break this. And he tries, and he tries, and, and it, it doesn't. Second one, third one, right up to the, the last one, the seventh one. And nobody can break it. And they're all frustrated. Why? And the father says, uh, if you notice something, I said, yeah, uh, we just cannot break this, but we were able to break the other one. Why can't we break this? It's still the same thing. And the father said, that's true. But what you were breaking was individual, twig. But now they are united. You can't break them. And so too with this family, when we are united, nothing can break us. No one can break us. And I think there are families that struggle with that. There's no peace. They are always fighting each other. They scratch each other like cats and dogs. Unfortunately, there are people who are behind this. Instigators. And sometimes we find them outside of our families. Sometimes we find them within our families. What do they gain? I don't know. But they separate a family. They rip it apart through gossip. And there is no unity anymore. There are people who don't talk to each other. Don't visit each other. Cannot sit at the same table together. Cannot stand each other. In our families. In our homes. Even in our churches. We cannot be united. And so... Once we lose that sense of oneness, we can hardly achieve greatness. And the opposite of that is division. And there we cannot achieve anything of value. And sometimes we need to be honest with ourselves. Why can't we stand each other? Why do I dislike you so much? Why do I speak ill behind your back? How can I correct it? How can we work our way back to what life is supposed to be? That is what is the biggest challenge. 
And I think, dear brothers and sisters, the biggest scandal of Christianity is all this division. The biggest scandal of our families, of our lives, is the division. It is so unnatural to have these fights in families. It, it drains life because it's not normal. It's not natural. And so you find people going an extra mile. I just don't want this person. And I don't want people to like him or her because I don't like them. And we went a crowd to speak ill, to do ill to someone else. That's not life. And that's what we find in the story. Their language is confused. Their minds are all over. And there are some of us who are like that. There are some families who are like that. We used to be a good family. We enjoyed our Sunday lunches together. We enjoyed time together. And for some reason, we no longer do it. We're suspicious of each other. We don't trust each other. Let alone we can work with each other. May we find the grace to follow Jesus faithfully and to do what he wants. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.